0: And welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of, what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective? We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. You can find this and many other great podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl, and the Word of God says in Psalm 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. That is the word of God. And I chose that passage to read tonight because on his law, he meditates day and night. And our guest today has a podcast where he has that word meditate, and it's Reformed Meditations. And this is the one and only Lee Jones. <laughs> Lee, <laughs> as far as I know, you're the one and only. It's, I'm the only one I know. So. <laughs> Well, I, I had uh, I interviewed uh, James Dorman and he's the fourth. And I said the one and only James Dorman. I was like, wait a minute. He's wait. No, he's the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> it, it be. The fourth of hopefully many, right? Yes. Yes. Um, but how, how are you this fine evening?
1: I, I am. I'm doing swell. I'm so happy to be with you. Thanks for having me on. This is uh this is going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've been listening to your, your podcast for a while now and um reform meditations you you're part of the uh bar network right that's right uh, bar network podcast excellent i, I love Dwayne. he's been such a, a, a tremendous inspiration and, and help to me as well which i'm sure he has has been for you
1: yeah ab- absolute podcast mogul who's who's even cooler person to person than he is yes. on the air so. yes yeah, he's he's a great guy. I really enjoy I've enjoyed getting to know him over the the last few years, and finally got to meet him in person at G three back in September. So that was really cool.
0: That's great. Yeah, I've met him uh, at uh, two of the G threes I went to. I didn't go to this last one, but the the two before that I went to. Uh, but we'll, we'll 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 talk about your your podcast soon and, and everything that's going on. But just um, for our listening audience who uh, doesn't know much about you, I'm, I'm sure we probably have a lot of crossover. Uh, on our shows, but uh, I would hope so. Yeah. Let's, uh, t- let's talk a little bit about yourself, maybe your, your life family, where you live and, uh, you know, share just how how you came to Christ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, so so I'm from the sticks of Ohio, uh, small town surrounded by small towns, uh, mostly, well, not mostly, but quite a few Amish around. Uh, so a, a great place to grow up. I actually, I currently live just a mile down from the house I grew up in. So I grew up in a, uh, in a very supportive and conservative Christian household. Uh, my parents are absolute gems and um, they, they had me in church even before I was born. So, so I, I really learned especially to, to love the Lord's day and to love worshiping with the saints, even before I really understood what that actually meant. So the um, great experience growing up, um, I was, I was a young child, uh, six or seven, maybe in, uh, in, at that time, whatever knowledge I had of my sin was, you know, overbearing, um, overwhelming, and I. Uh, so I, I professed faith in Christ and uh, repented of my sins, and then uh, He's been merciful to to grow me in the process of sanctification ever since then. Uh, my my really my interest in theology and sort of owning my faiths really started in college. So I was as a good Baptist. I was baptized at sixteen, and. Uh, really wanted to, you know, make sure that, that my faith that I claimed was my own and uh and not just simply I, I believe this because my parents do. Um although I'm I'm happy to have believing parents. So I started journeying into theology in college. Um in those dangerous college years. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you went to a Christian college?
1: No, I actually went to uh Miami University in okay. Oxford, Ohio. So uh, loved, loved it. There it was a, it was a great experience. And uh, but in the course of my studies, I decided I wanted to, I wanted to, to read the Bible. This is, this is a dangerous thing. Okay. I don't always recommend this, but I had the bright idea. I wanted to read the Bible without any of my previous preconceived notions written in. I just wanted to read the text for what it was. Mm-hmm. And um, I, had, I had also happened to, to uh, fall upon uh, the Renewing Your Mind podcast from Ligonier right around the same time. And so I was hearing R.C. Sproul every day as I walked around campus and then reading the text of scripture um, and got through pretty much the whole Bible during my uh, sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. And by the time I hit, um, I'd gone through Romans and hit Ephesians one. I'm like, oh, mm. there's something going on here. Yeah, <laughs> And that was when I kind of, that was when I fell into the, uh, into
0: the cage. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I'd say R.C. Sproul, he's still a big influence on oh, I, I, yeah. every day I listen to him. But he was uh probably the gateway into reform theology for me, yep. just listening to him. It, it was actually on like a AM radio station before I started listening to the podcast. I was just listening to it. Someone, a Christian friend of mine said, Oh, put this station on. And I, I forget exactly who, who was on the station at the time. Uh but I kept listening and eventually Renewing Your Mind came on and it was just like, wow. Like you know so you start hearing about yeah you start hearing about election and when I first heard it I was like kind of angry I was like no that's not in the bible and then I go to the passage I'm like yep there it is oh, like <laughs> there it is yeah and yeah and uh, you know I was in the cage for a while like <laughs> like oh you don't believe this way you have to come on it's right here man like I, yeah. I-, I was I was unbearable
1: uh, my sophomore year when I had really Formally embraced Calvinism, and mm-hmm. uh, the fact it, it is an absolute miracle and a testimony of the grace of God that any of my family still talks to me <laughs> after <laughs> after my cage stage was over because I I was unbearable for a while. Uh, it took a bit to chill out, but you're you're right. There is sort of a there's sort of a passion there that you get like there there's some really deep stuff here in the text that we don't get to talk about uh, or or that people refuse to talk. Language. And uh, yeah, th- there's kind of a passion that comes with that, that I want to tell you, I want to tell you what I found, you know, mm-hmm. what God shown me in the text. And and sometimes it comes off as a bit arrogant, which it did for me for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what was probably a bad thing for me to do at the time, and I didn't realize it now I would have done it different, but it all worked out. It was uh, it It took about two years for my wife to come to the Lord after I did. But I remember kind of trying to explain Calvinism to her before she was saved. And it was just like. <laughs> uh it, i didn't like no i was just like, just kind of teaching her what it said and later she told me that she was she was talking to her mom who was also not saved about what i was saying about election and and, and she's like she's like oh daryl's crazy he thinks like god chooses and it, like now she's like you know calvinist so, so, <laughs> so it worked out but but I was it, like, it really
1: is foreign to our natural understandings of how we think things yeah. work you know yeah, it's special, you know. It's special revelation, right? God's ways are higher than our ways. Mm-hmm. We have to learn Him from His revelation, you know.
0: Yeah. So, speaking of revelation, let's talk about meditation and specifically reformed meditation. So, how did how did you get into podcasting in the first place?
1: I'm an early adopter of of podcasts, so I've been listening to podcasts since probably 2005. Hmm. 2005, 2006, back when it was just reposted uh, public radio programs. Uh, I discovered them on my iTunes, and I'm like, "What in the world is a podcast?" But I saw they were free, so I just started downloading them. Hmm. So I've been listening to different podcasts over time since then. Um, really enjoyed the the format, and uh, got a lot out of it, especially um, the Reformed podcasts. When I started listening to those, starting with Renewing Your Mind in about 2009, uh, 2009, 2010. And so a few years ago, some friends and I who went to church together, uh, were like we all enjoyed reform podcasts and, uh, like we should get together and chat and, and make it into a podcast. And so we did, that was guys with Bibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what, that's what, where my show came out of. Um, so we've, we all, uh, we've all grown up and had various blessings that kept us from recording together. Uh, and so, so I'm recording, uh, and if, Sort of morphed it into, into this show, Reform Meditations. Uh, and, and the whole goal was just to, um, to discuss scripture, you know, almost like a, a Bible study over the air, you know, just to, to think about the text, talk about it with each other, uh, to, to try to think deeply and, and to get those thoughts out there and maybe encourage people to do the same thing in their own life.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how how we started this. I say we, but my, my former co-host, mm-hmm. my wife. <laughs> it was actually it's funny I was thinking about it. We just had our hundredth episode, and I had her back on the show, and and my daughter, uh, Rue, and our son Moses, uh, they were on it. And our other daughter was asleep, but um, yeah, just just she she wanted to. St- she's like, "Why don't we start a podcast? We're always talking about this stuff." And so we started, <laughs> and then like just life happens and you know even though she lives in the house it's just hard to schedule it and get everything together and you know because she's putting a, a kid to bed or i'm doing this or that and she's like why don't you just keep doing it by yourself mm-hmm. I'm like okay I, i'd rather have her on because i think you know she she brings a good perspective and i think people i always i, I think people rather hear her sometimes than, than me <laughs> ramble <laughs> <laughs> but she like you know she she gives a good perspective some things maybe i haven't thought about or people so hopefully you know in the future if we keep it going she'll come back on pop on i i was joking with her um uh, she said yeah uh you know this is the last time i'm on for the 100th i was like no you're gonna come on for the 200th episode <laughs> every yeah. 100 episodes you'll be on but yeah it's just <laughs> it's just funny how you start something and then you know some some things fall off people schedules get out of the way But I think it's good to have resources like this, like like your Mm -hmm. podcast and others just just to have discussions. And, you know, who knows who's going to hear it? What what person listens to it? You know, I don't know why people listen, but they do. And, you know, it's 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 great. And for me, I just want to have, you know, discussions with people that I I meet like you and, uh, you know, whoever. I just want to have people on and just hear their story and share the gospel. So, what what on on reformed meditations? What kind of things are you focusing on right now?
1: Well, a lot of it um, is is pretty similar to what I had been doing with with my buddies and guys with Bibles. Just uh, you know, looking at at passages of scripture. Um, I've been doing it alone for a while, and I've recently started a a study with um, an, another reformed guy. He's a, a a meme creator, so we're going through the Gospel of Mark together, and just you know taking our time. Thinking out the implications of what's in the text. uh, We're both laymen. Uh, the other guys that were on Guys with Bibles as well, Sean and Scott, we were both, all three of us were laymen as well. And I, I think that that brings sort of a different perspective, even though mm-hmm. obviously we're all interested in theology. But sometimes some podcasts can feel like pastors talking to pastors and having laymen talking to laymen uh, it is interesting. I think yeah. it's a, a nice approach. So it's just been looking at scripture, um, taking our time. And, and the reason I called it reform meditations is, you know, t- trying to revive the, um, I think the forgotten practice of biblical meditation. Yes. You know, when we hear that word anymore, we think about, you know, Eastern type meditation, you know, sitting quietly in the corner for half an hour, letting your thoughts go by mm-hmm. and really meditation is filling our minds, not emptying them. And so, Taking the time to, to think through large chunks of scripture, small chunks of scripture, and, and be actively thinking about God, actively thinking about the word, and, and making application rather than being passive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's about growing in sanctification. You know, we, we learn and we grow as we interact with the word.
0: Yeah, definitely, and that's what in Psalm one, where he meditates on the law day and night. He's saying mm-hmm. he's constantly meditating, he's musing over the law, he, he's he's thinking on it, he's consuming it, you know, and yeah. and that that's that's what we're called to do, and to constantly think on it, and and in our lives things come up and we're not thinking on it, and that's when when the you know the the trials of this life can feel overwhelming but then we have to go back to the anchor back to the foundation to the scripture and how does this point to christ our savior yes yeah. so that's a beautiful true, thing. true
1: story i almost called it reformed ruminations because hmm. i like the idea of con- constant chewing you know yeah yeah um but i thought it might sound a little gross after a while <laughs> so i went with meditations
0: <laughs> yeah well there's another word for chewing that uh Sounds even more gross. That's so,
1: true. That's that one's even worse. Yeah. yeah. I'm not
0: going to say it because I don't want <laughs> think I'm saying something else, but <laughs> yeah. so what, as, as you've been podcasting for, for the last few years, what has been a blessing that you didn't think would, would happen
1: without a doubt? The blessing has been the people I've met along the way, mm-hmm. you know um, whether it's a uh, correspondence I've had with listeners that have turned into friends yeah. um correspondence i've had with people like Dwayne or other podcasters on the bar network Uh, it was a a tremendous uh, gift of god to be able to join the network and more than anything to just have a community to be part of of people who are doing the same thing Um, having that sort of uh, shared mission so to speak Uh, that that's been tremendous to to have that sense of community Uh, because you know you don't want to be that guy who's just talking out into the internet alone right yeah you know, it's nice to know that not only are there people listening, but there's other people like me out there trying to do the same thing and trying to magnify the name of God together on the internet.
0: Yeah. That I'd say that that's the same for me. And like guys, even, even the guy you had on your last show, uh, Kobe Muncy, like, yeah, he's, he's been a huge encouragement on on Twitter to me, like constantly sharing stuff I've put out and, you know that's because you you don't know like when you start recording and you put it out there who's listening to this and are you are like who who's being encouraged am I saying something that's discouraging and that's not mm-hmm. you know. You know, anytime you approach yeah. the Word of God or do something for God's glory, you know, it's so for for me at least is a fear. Like, I don't want to mess this up. Like, right. you know, so when I do like right. the shows by myself and I'm trying to explain something, I'm like, oh, I'm getting it right. <laughs> like, you know, or even the, you know a few times that I, I've exhorted or preached at a church, like, I don't want to get it wrong because it is the very Word of God. But Absolutely. it's it's good to have that feedback, like from from these these great brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ that are, you know on the social media, and that's why like I, I stay on Twitter is for that for that the brotherhood mm-hmm. that, 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 you know, happens. There's a lot of bad st- negative stuff on social media, but I've, I've been nothing but really encouraged by the people I've met. And, and I've been, you know, privileged to meet some of them actually in person too. They, they are real.
1: <laughs> they are real. Yeah. They're not just an avatar on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell people sometimes about my insistence to not leave Twitter. And I'm like, I I want to, I want to be one more voice trying to redeem that dumpster fire of a bird site, right? you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and you're a, a huge player in that too. I always appreciate your tweets as well.
0: Oh, I appreciate your sleep. sleep
1: Well tweets, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I I forget who I was telling before this, but I do that for myself too. I started doing it over um, uh, when COVID started, you know, because people didn't know what was going on and they're like frustrated and scared. And like, even Christians are getting a little nervous And, and even myself, like what's going on, what's really going on here. So again, founding, have meditating on scripture, like, why shouldn't we sleep well as christians even when you know fire can go on around us like we should mm-hmm. be you know um alert but we should be able to to rest in christ knowing the alert, truth
1: comforted yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah so that's why you know i'm grateful for you because you also post when the lord's day is coming up <laughs> <as
1: well. laughs> yeah i'm always ready to, to let people know saturday night the lord's day is coming mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> Well, I think that's comforting. Like Christians, for me, I always look forward. That's my favorite day of the week. It's a holiday
1: Uh, every week. Yeah. It's literally a holy day every week, Mm -hmm.
0: you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I don't think enough Christians realize that, you know, they, they have, you know, they think it's like this big event or, you know, some evangelical churches do like the whole the show and everything. And I was involved in a little bit of that at first but there's so much more to it and the ordinary means of grace. And I can go on forever about that, but that's what I hope people see that. And even, even like people that Christians that haven't realized that that's why I post it too. It's like, come on, this is the ordinary means of grace. We can't miss Mm -hmm. out on this. This is, this is what, this is what we look forward to. It's a picture of heaven of, of the actual Lord of the the day the Lord takes us home. Like Mm -hmm. it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We get to have a minute of the marriage supper of the lamb within Mm. our own congregations every lord's day if if we're observing the table every lord's day which we all Mm. should be but i know some people have more difficulty with that than yeah i
0: i think so too but we we do it once a month but uh but i'm you know
1: we will get there one day yeah
0: there's conversations (laughs) to be had so
1: (laughs) (laughs) when you meet together right mm-hmm. as
0: as Paul says. Yeah. You know. Well my my thing is if is if it's an or if it's a means of grace then why would we not have a means of grace every lord's day like as right. often as as we gather. Why, you know, it's a picture Why of the would gospel. we leave one off but do the rest? Right. Yeah. Like so so the, the words preached so the gospel's preached every every you know every lord's day my pastor preaches the gospel in the morning and mm-hmm. the evening. But this is another way to see that it's. It, mm-hmm. this, this is the actual only visible representation. Of, you know, yeah. it's not a second commandment violation to to have the Lord Supper. We're commanded <laughs> to do it. This, this is, is actually a it. commandment. Yeah. To do. <laughs> so so and, and when when my pastor's doing it, he's preaching the gospel again. He's reminding us why his body was broken, why his blood was shed, and, and we partake in that. So why not have more opportunities? So even when the unbeliever comes in and sees that yes the table's fenced right so the unbeliever he, you know you can't partake in this unless unless you, you're a christian right. unless you're a member of a local church or pursuing membership at a local church that's usually the standards mm-hmm. that 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 we use so uh, to me if an unbeliever walks in and hears that either they're going to be like well that's you know stupid or, or they'll be like okay maybe there's something really to this you know maybe i should pay attention and listen why is this so important that i'm you know not able to partake and they are but anyway (laughs)
1: that's partly why you know i i affirm as strongly against the zwinglian view of the supper as i do the roman catholic view because you know they 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 both have a similar error just on different sides you know one the the roman the roman side turns it into essentially a a magic trick that's performed in front of you Mm -hmm. and the other side turns it into nothing it's just an empty ritual but you know to to recognize if we recognize and appreciate that that god is doing something spiritually within that that ordinance to to speak as a baptist that or that sacrament mm-hmm. right same um god is doing something spiritual within that feeding our faith uh as it is a means of grace uh there's no way you can trivialize that right. you shouldn't be able to trivialize that if you believe that and i think that's that's the thing i hear a lot of people say when they when they push back on the idea of weekly communion is that if we do it too often it will just be It'll just be done by rote, you know, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be a meaningless thing. Well, I, look, I've, my church has been doing weekly communion ever since we started meeting again in the summer of 20, took a little time off when we weren't quite sure what was happening with COVID. Um, and then, and then began to meet together and have weekly, have the supper weekly. And uh, I, I still look forward to it every week.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: It's not been repetitive to
0: yeah, I actually in my old church had somebody say that to me when I was I was talking to them about this saying, you know, explaining that I would love it if we had it every week. And they said, "Well, you know, if we have it every week, it won't it won't be as special." And I was like, "Well, he preaches every week, like <laughs> Like is that like <laughs> not special? Like, should we not do that every week? Like, we sing songs. We sing song? every yeah, week. <laughs> yeah. There's things we do every week. Do we not? We pray every yeah. Sunday. It's just, a st- and I don't even know. I I just think people haven't like thought about it. Like, I I think there are good arguments. Maybe to to wh- there's better arguments as to why people don't do it each week. But that right. one, oh, it won't be as special. I don't think that's a good it's a good argument. That, that one's but maybe easy that, enough to explain. yeah. And I think that's just somebody hasn't thought it through and and really so. And it's probably what well, they've, and, they've been told as well. Like, oh, we yeah. do it this so we'll be, so it'll be special once a month. Like, okay. Well, and especially
1: <laughs> within evangelicalism, it seems like there's there's a race to become the lowest of the low church. You know? Yeah. Like baptisms become like you know shooting somebody with a uh, with a super soaker or something. I think I think right. uh, Furtick did that one week. Maybe it wasn't a baptism. It, it wasn't was a baptism. He,
0: yeah, he's yeah he's illustrating a, he's something. An illustration. Yeah. yeah, and here's the it's thing: like, no one, no one remembers the illustration. They just remember him yeah. shooting this, like because like, I can't tell you yeah. what it was, but I saw that clip, and that's all you remember.
1: And I just like I, I face palmed all the way through my skull, you know, It's just yeah. like
0: what. Are- so back to your podcast, because we can just probably talk all day about many issues that we agree about. Um, but uh, what do you have coming in the future for for your show?
1: Um, I'm in. Mean, I'm developing right now a a little. Um, Bible trivia event that's going to be with some with some friends. Uh, I've already got a a group together, three or four people, uh, and it's just going to be a fun little live event. Uh, I really haven't done very many live events um, really since since the lockdown in 2020 when I was reading Psalms over uh, Facebook. (laughs) Um, So so that'll be fun. I'm going to I'm going to do that. And hopefully that'll be a nice test case to do some other live discussions. I know some other podcasts have gotten into that. Um, mm-hmm. I love when, um, the London Lyceum, uh, which is a, a, um, particular Baptist podcast, they'll do uh, kind of long form discussions with experts on, on different things, um, in a live format, which is kind of fun. So I'd like to branch into that sometime soon, but otherwise, uh, just going to stay the course and meditate on the scriptures over audio and hopefully hopefully encourage even more people to do the same in their own life and and to take the word of god seriously and mm-hmm. hide it in their heart.
0: That's great. I'm looking forward to that Bible trivia. That'll be it'll be fun. Is it is it like if, the Bible if I, prove, if,
1: if I prove the uh, if I prove the test case there you'll have to be a guest on the next one.
0: Okay. Well, I just passed my uh my English Bible exam for licensure. So Ooh, so yeah, That nice. uh, was a pretty stressful time, but uh, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> I bet okay. it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to memorize outlines of the Bible and yeah, but but it went well. I so wish. I passed. That's one one down, and about twenty more exams for licensure to go. But it's okay because I'm starting seminary at the same time, so it's all. And it's you all are good. gonna be busy. Yeah, I'll be busy. I'm hoping to still do the podcast though, so we'll we'll see. So in this season. uh, you know you can definitely pray for me in that absolutely and, and keep encouraging and speaking of encouragement what what kind of what what encouragement do you have for our listeners if any do you have any encouragement oh man yeah <laughs> uh
1: do i ever <laughs> good hey. um yeah i i'm i'm always happy to in, encourage believers you know we i don't know Things things are tough these days, right? Uh, life was hard before the pandemic, but it seems like life um, conditions in the world are seem to be disproportionately more difficult now uh, than they were uh, back in 2019 and earlier. So, uh, my big thing, and, and this is a big push, even even in the church where I'm a member, is um, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I don't know somebody I'm sure needs to hear that somewhere, right? because we have mm-hmm. plenty to, to accuse ourselves over, and, and Satan loves nothing more than when we dig up our old sins and our regrets and accuse ourselves over it. so in in Christ, you are forgiven. Um, and mm-hmm. so now we can uh, to, and really to piggyback off of your tweets, you know you you can rest you can rest peacefully knowing that you're you're in the arms of Christ. Um, so my my big encouragement in light of that is to to treasure reading the scriptures, um, taking your time, uh, going slow, really imbibing the grace of God as, as it's communicated in, in the pages of scripture. Um, it truly is a, um, a wonderful resource. It's it's the it's the rule of faith and life for us. So the, the more we're familiar with it. Um, The more that we soak in the grace of God um, by reading and meditating on his word, uh, the the better we are, the more we not only the more we learn, um, but the closer we get in relationship with with God. So encourage anyone, Mm. you know, take take the time, even five minutes to go over, you know, a few verses of a psalm. Yes. Easy. And, And the the reward that you get is is infinitely more than the time that you spend amen and god's promised to to deliver that for us
0: that's mm. where the goods are that's mm. where the goods are and, and
1: join join a local church
0: <laughs> yes yes and the, the, that's where the goods are too but like you said there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus and, and you're in christ i'm in christ you're baptist i'm presbyterian but we're brothers in christ and that is a Absolutely. beautiful thing so so that's the key if you're listening out there and you're not in Christ. Then there is condemnation for you. There is the wrath of God abides on you. And we don't want that for you. We want you to be in Christ. We want you to be our brother, our sister in Christ. So what you must do is you must turn to Christ and live. Jesus Christ lived a holy, righteous life. He actively obeyed the father. That is what we are called to do, but we can't. Yet he came And he he was born of a virgin and he lived that perfect life for us. And then he died on the cross in our place. He took our place on the cross. He suffered hell on the cross. And then he was buried. And then he was and he rose the third day. He ascended into heaven and he seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, and he's coming again to judge the quick and the dead. And what you must do is to put your faith in that, in his finished work. It is finished. It is done. You can have no condemnation now. You can be in Christ Jesus. You must just trust. Put your faith in Christ. You must be born again. You must be born from above. And that's our prayer for you, is that if you haven't done that yet, if you haven't put your faith in Christ, you do so today. Today is the day of salvation. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you stumbled upon it. Or maybe somebody said, hey, listen to this, because they're trying to share the gospel with you. Your loved ones, that are saved. They're trying to share the gospel with you. They want you to be saved. They know what's coming. So they're warning you, flee the wrath that is to come. And it is so simple to flee by just trusting in the finished work of Christ to, to be forgiven by the God who you know exists, the God who you know you've sinned against. He gives you his forgiveness. He is a loving father who sent his son to die for you. And his son didn't stay dead. He is risen. And he's coming again. So please trust in Christ. So Lee, I have one more question for you. Uh This this is the fun part of the show. Nicholas Kim Coppola. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who Nicholas Kim Coppola is?
1: I, I do. Uh, that's that's good old nicholas cage almost Nick? aragorn
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, really i didn't know that about
1: it yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. He, he was first in line to be aragorn in lord of the rings films and hmm. he he had another project and so he turned it down and it, it went to vigo mortensen instead and rightfully
0: I'm, now i'm trying to picture it <laughs> like i love nicholas cage but i uh, i don't know if i'd want him to be that <laughs> no
1: uh, no, I, I couldn't wow. have handled it either. I, I want him screaming, not the bees, not the bees. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> or right. how to
1: get burned. Oh, man. I do that one sometimes.
0: Right, well, well, here's, here's my Nicolas Cage question. I don't know if you know what's coming, but if a Nicolas Cage movie was real life, what character would you want to be in that movie? And here's the catch. You can't be anybody that Nicolas Cage is playing.
1: No doubt. Uh, Con Air, I would be Cyrus the Virus. Cyrus
0: the Virus. I think that's the second time somebody said that. That's awesome. Cyrus the Iconic. Virus. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic role. <laughs> nice. So I don't think anybody's really doubled up on characters when I've asked this question. Maybe maybe they've doubled up there's, on well, movies. Well, there's so many movies. Uh, yeah. I don't see how you could. Yeah. And and he's got a new one coming out where he's playing himself. And that looks very mm-hmm. interesting.
1: <laughs> I want to see it really bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again here's here's my disclaimer we're not necessarily we're not recommending any Nicholas Cage movie right. if you are offended by movies or whatever we're just having some fun. <laughs> it's the it's fun for question. research
1: purposes only.
0: Yeah, research purposes only.
1: <laughs> you know he's playing Dracula in an upcoming movie as well. It's Is a comedy. He? Yeah, I just saw a behind the scenes photo. He's all he's all made up. Uh, dark lips, white makeup, uh, a really sweet-looking <laughs> costume, too.
0: He, he looks like Dracula a little bit. You can mm-hmm. definitely... I don't think they had do much to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just give him a cape. Here you go.
1: Yeah, that's do it. Some, yeah. Here's some fangs. <laughs> I think they gave him some fake fingernails. That was about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Um, so, any... any uh, Where can, where can we find the podcast or where can we we find you?
1: Come on over to Twitter where I'm the most unhinged that I probably am. Uh, (laughs) That's at ref meditations, R E F meditations on Twitter. Uh, There's a Facebook page as well, but uh, nowhere near as active there as I am on, on Twitter. And then uh, you can find reformed meditations uh, by using your free will to type (laughs) into your podcatcher, the words reformed meditations. And you'll find me there. Um, and when you do go there, uh, in the show notes on every one of my episodes, there's also a link to uh, the bar network website. So I, I heartily recommend all the bar network podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, an ever growing slate of, of really great podcasts. Uh, and then also some, if you're, if you're inclined to be on Facebook, uh, my friends over at the exiled house of mean Lords, uh, mm-hmm. are, pretty, uh, content as I like to say, uh, the reformation will be meaned.
0: <laughs> That's great. you can find this podcast at Christian podcast, org or on I, or It's not iTunes anymore, Apple podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. You can find what are we even doing here? And I'm on Twitter, the happy Presbyterian. And also what are we even D one is the podcast one, which I'm not on that one as much. Just usually just to share the, uh, the episodes, but uh yeah, those are the places you can find what are we even doing here. So until next time, we pray you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. And drive safe, Grady.
1: And I just like, I, I face palmed all the way through my skull, you know.